Hi, my name is Megan, and I think Jacqueline is going to like Babysitter's Club, the TV show. Hi, my name is Jacqueline, and I think Megan is really going to like Big Hero 6. Hello, Babysitter's Club. The Babysitter's Club is an American live-action TV series based on Anne M. Martin's children's novel series of the same name. The series originally aired on HBO from January to March 1990 and was produced by the Scholastic Corporation. So I picked the Babysitter's Club for Jacqueline because I actually saw the show first, but then grew up reading the books. So there's only 13 episodes of the TV show. That was not enough, even though I watched them over and over and over again. I needed more. Did you read the books growing up? Yeah, that's obviously I didn't watch the show, um, but I read all of them. I think I read all of them. I read as many as I possibly could, like all of the library books. My grandma got me a bunch of them. My mom had, I, I don't know. I had a lot of them, and I read as all of the ones that I had. <laughs> Who was your favorite character? I really liked Dawn and Stacy and Claudia. Those were like my three favorites throughout the whole series like it would vary depending on what the situation was and like what book it was yeah whose pov it but, was exactly but those three were definitely my favorites stacy was definitely my favorite i think it was because she was from new york and like ever since like being a small child i've always wanted to like be an actor or an actress or be in the big city <laughs> yeah stacy's super cool to be honest like she's really cool she is so the show aired on Disney Channel after school. That's how I got familiar with it. It was on Disney Channel from 1994 to 97. So about the time I was, what's that, like six or seven till I was like nine, somewhere in there. Jacqueline wasn't born yet. Well, she was born when it I was born in 95 when it aired so in syndication, was, but she wasn't <laughs> born when it aired originally on HBO. Right. <laughs> So I assigned Jacqueline five episodes to watch. We watched Dawn in the Haunted House, Christy and the Great Campaign, The Babysitter's Club Special Christmas, Claudia and the Secret Passage, and The Babysitters and the Boysitters. And those are like in order that they aired, Yeah, right? we watched them sequentially, okay. according to the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Which we all know could be wrong, right. but we're hoping that it's right. right. We think it's right. Okay, so the first one we watched was Dawn in the Haunted House. That was the one with the witch lady next door. What did you think? So the first thing that I have, I wrote notes, guys. This is the most prepared I've ever been for anything in my entire life. I'm so proud of her. <laughs> because I'm Christy and I'm like, you need to take, why aren't people writing in the club notebook? We need to make sure we're taking accurate notes. But the first thing that I have is the hardware store is the best place, question mark. Like, I'm sorry, you're telling me that you like to go shopping and then to the hardware store? <laughs> what did they buy? Oh, they were getting flashlights, though, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They were getting flashlights, but I don't remember who said it, but they're like, the hardware store is my favorite place after Bloomingdale's. And I'm like, that sounds like Stacy. <laughs> but why? <laughs> like, my favorite place is probably on my couch yeah. or in my bed, like. A heart. I, I don't know. That part was weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then I thought it was super cute. That's one of my other notes. Oh, it is. It's darling. It's, ve it's very cute. Yeah. 
but there are also so many like random comments thrown in like the hardware store and like all this i'm like what does that have anything to do with the rest of this? And everything <laughs> is like a very special episode. Come from. I don't understand why everything has to be so, um, it's like so, it's so intense all the time, which I mean, I'm intense all the time with everything, but I was like, why are you all so concerned about this very particular tiny little thing? <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I liked watching yeah. it. But I was I was trying to take good notes, and everything that I was thinking and feeling, I tried to write it down. Oh, me too. Literally, it opened, and I haven't seen these episodes in probably 20 years. So it opens, and I said, love them all. Well, except Mallory. Don't like her. <laughs> and then I said, oh, something's up with Claudia, because she didn't want the junk food. And that was what, the thing about Claudia, is that she always wants junk food. Right. Then they mentioned Charlotte, and Charlotte's a recurring kid, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, when Claudia was in the kitchen before her mom came in to grill her about the test and she's eating all of the cookies, she could literally grab yep. like five. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a little excessive. It's fine. Yeah. So the like very special episode portion of this one was that Claudia is failing her science class, I think. She at least failed the test. I think so. Right. And then she had, like, bad grades in other classes, and her mom was going to make her quit the club. I said, why does somebody always have to quit the club? That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> it's, it's a theme. Yes. Everyone's always quitting, or something is happening. Yes. Which, I mean, that's the whole point. It's the babysitter's club. It has to be about the club. Right. But still. <laughs> right. So, the that was, like, the very special thing happening with the girls. I literally said, when her mom was like, you're going to have to quit the club, I was like, I did not know this was that serious. <laughs> like, Claudia was like, oh, I can't quit. <laughs> Uh, and then the uh, subplot, the, like, dawn in the haunted house part, was the neighbors next door to the new kids that they're babysitting, or, or the woman living next door, is a witch. Right. So she was at the hardware store. <laughs> yes. And they ran into her and, like, freaked out. <laughs> they did. Honestly, I would love if I lived next door to a witch. I'd probably go hang out with her a lot. Right? I always wanted to be a witch. I said... When they're in the hardware store, I said, Mrs. Slade is definitely channeling the evil queen. She sounded like the voice of the evil queen from Snow White. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> it was so funny. But she totally does. Right. Um, oh, and I wrote down, this is back when they were making their plans outside of the hardware store for what they were going to buy for the sleepover. And Don was like, and make sure you get raw veggies for me. That's why I put the offhanded comments. I'm like, I understand that that's important. Because <laughs> she's a but vegetarian. Like, but vegetarians can eat, like, sweets. Your mom eats sweets. Yeah, but they were specifically talking about marshmallows, I think. Uh, and marshmallows have gelatin in them, so they are not vegetarian. Unless you get vegetarian marshmallows. Which I did not know was a thing. Marshmallow fluff, like the stuff that comes in a jar, that's vegetarian. Interesting. It's very weird. I know a lot of things because my mom's a vegetarian. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Uh, in the sleepover scene, did you ever do the scary stories with the flashlight when you went to sleepovers? Or you had the flashlight under your chin? No, because I don't like scary things. So I didn't want anything to do with any of the scary things ever. <laughs> they were like, let's tell scary stories. And I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Bye, guys. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't do scary. I think I attempted one time to, like, scare Logan and his friends. And I was trying. But doesn't work they're boys they're not scared of things seriously i actually had that thought when we were watching this i was like oh no i hope this isn't too scary for her and then i was like 
no this is silly it's fine <laughs> if i can watch harry potter the babysitter's club is not too scary for That's me fair. that is totally fair when they were telling stories and Marianne said the scariest thing that's ever happened was she grabbed a stranger's hand once at the park. I totally did that. But I was at family video. I have this like very distinct memory of, I don't know how little I was. I was very, very little. And like walking, like when you're small, you don't like look up. And I just like walked up to a guy that I thought was my dad and like grabbed like his pant leg. And my dad was like, what are you doing? And I was like, this is a stranger. <laughs> so that was terrifying. I don't think I've ever done that, but um, I definitely have been in the woods when people have just left me, and then I have to figure out my way home. Yeah, that happened at camp once. I think I wasn't paying attention because I tend to do that a lot, <laughs> and they didn't mean to leave me, but I definitely got lost in the woods. That's terrible. And lost in now the I woods. Sing the song. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely that definitely happened to me. So she's telling that story, and I'm like, me too. This is weird. <laughs> I don't remember who they were babysitting, but or who said this, but they were like, okay, it's time for bed, or you need to go start getting ready for bed, and it was daylight outside still. I was like, you have to go to bed when it's yeah. daylight? In the summer, it's not nighttime until, or it's not dark outside until like 8 o'clock sometimes. So... Yeah, but how do you tell some, like even a small kid to go to bed when it's still daylight outside? You just have to. Yeah. You just say, oh, too bad. I went to bed a lot when it was still daylight time. Cameron goes to bed when it's still daylight time in the summer. Huh. Sometimes. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh. I said this episode is very Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Because they're like, when they unveiled that she was a vet, I was like, oh. Because, you know, in Scooby-Doo, right. the, like, scary thing is always like, oh, it's old Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Those dark kids. They already know. Right. <laughs> I said at the end, I said, well, you can definitely tell that the show is Canadian. I don't know if they said sorry or a boot, but they definitely said something yep. that was very, very Canadian. And I was like, I think it was sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on a second. <laughs> uh, and the last thing about this one, I was very excited to know that two of the actresses spell their name the correct way, which is M E G H A N. And it's the girl that plays Mallory and the girl that plays Marianne. So I guess Mallory can be okay, because she spells her name like me. <laughs> I like it. The second episode we watched was Christy and the Great Campaign. So this is the one where Christy convinces the shy new girl to run for a very serious elementary school campaign. So I, the first thing that I have is that I loved how each episode has a different, like, opening scene. Mm -hmm. That's real cute. And the second thing is why is everyone's face so overly expressive? Especially Christy. Like, her eyebrows move so much all the time. <laughs> and I was like, like, I understand that you're acting, but my goodness. She's not only acting, she's reacting. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> so the first thing I wrote down for this episode is Jackie is Little Pete from Pete and Pete, which you probably also didn't watch. But it was a nope. show on Nickelodeon at about the same time. Well, I guess a little bit later because he was older. <laughs> the second thing I wrote was uh, when the little girl was walking by the one that she ends up uh, asking to run for office. She Christy's like, hey, Courtney, do you want to play? And the little girl just like walks by. I was like, nah, Christy, she doesn't want to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> And then I wrote down, why am I Christy? And then I wrote down the club notebook. 
because she was getting on everybody's case about why aren't they writing in the club notebook. I also wrote down, I said, when I was reading, this is verbatim from my notes, you guys. When I was reading them, I definitely thought Christy was the most annoying. But now I'm like, wow, I am Christy. But also, she's still annoying. Sorry. Seriously. <laughs> the whole time, especially during this episode where she's, like, drill sergeanting this very small girl's campaign. I just wanted I just wanted to keep telling her, like, Christy, shut it. Yeah. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many notes that are, like, you know. Christy being mean to the little kids because they're not doing the signs right. Christy making the little girl, like, go over the speech over and over again. And Mallory's like, yeah, 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 you're doing great. And he, like, pans over to Christy and she's, like, shaking her head. Mallory just, like, balls up the speech and throws it. Like, this little girl is, like, what? In, like, second or third grade? We didn't even have elections in second or third grade. This election has, like, debates and, like, speeches. Um, I also said that Donna, Stacia, and Claudia are my favorites. So that's a reoccurring theme, clearly. For sure. Also, where are these children getting snakes? Also, is this snake real or fake? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> so I, I also have things about all of the random animals in this episode. So Courtney's thing is that she takes care of the animals in her classroom. And right. so when Christy walked in and she's like singing to the mouse, I was like, is this creepy or is it cute? I can't tell. I can't decide. <laughs> and then Christy's like, whose birthday is it? And the little girl is like, it's Mouse Day. I was like, duh, Christy, it's Mouse Day. She just said that. It's Mouse Day and then it's Bird Day. I, I was like, why is this little girl kind of possessed? I don't understand. She was like very like my precious about this little mouse. <laughs> but that's where the snake came from. He was in the room too. But then Jackie like put the snake in his pants or something i don't know and i'm like what the goal of that was where are the teachers where are the parents like it's just like with every other kid thing like where are your parents where are the adults right well they're they're with the babysitters well I, i also said where are they getting the money for all the campaign stuff like they had like signs and like sunday bars and all of these things and then at the end, they were like, everybody go to this pizza place for, you know, a victory party. I'm like, where is the money coming from? Are you going to pay for all these small children to eat the pizza? Like, their parents aren't here. What else did you say in your notes? My last note, because I didn't write a whole lot because I was typing. But um, it says, why is Courtney's speech making me cry? Why did I tear up at this, like, six-year-old's campaign speech, but I don't tear up at normal adult politician campaign speeches because this what? little girl was earnest and normal politicians <laughs> usually aren't i loved how she did that like very like cliche thing of like i'm gonna be me and she like took the ponytail out during her speech because yeah. she which p.s i loved that scene where they're doing all the different hairstyles to decide who she's gonna be the like makeover scene and then at the end she has like the stacy half up pony but then during the speech, she takes it down because she's like, obviously, it's cool to be yourself and not try to be somebody else. <laughs> I definitely wore a pony like that very recently. I don't remember why. A side pony? Like a half upside pony? But like the half side pony? Yeah. I don't remember why, but I know that it happened. Because the 90s are back with a vengeance. Yep. Long story short, all I want to say <laughs> about this stupid mall scene <laughs> Is that when Marianne and Dawn were sitting on the bench and they looked over and the mannequin was there and they that jumped, was so weird. Jumped, 
I was like, oh, it was like at Arlington's whenever I walk through there and that mannequin yes. is sitting there and I always think it's a real person <laughs> and it scares me every single time. Yep. That's that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Okie dokie. All right. Now, on to the so, next episode. The third episode we watched is A Very Special Babysitter's Christmas, something along those lines. Yeah. I just named it Christmas Special. I just said Christmas. Yeah. The Babysitter's Club Special Christmas. Okay. So I picked can this I tell one you... because you love Christmas. <laughs> Obviously. But can I tell you the first thing that I wrote? What? I have never bought my mom a nightie and I never will. No, that's real weird. Like, why was that one of the things? Like, I've bought my mom a pajama shirt, I think, but that's not the same thing. No. thought that was really weird. I said, so we know Stacy has diabetes already, because I thought this was the moment where we figure out she has diabetes, but no, she just has problems with it, apparently, in this episode. Right. And also, Don and Stacy get into, like, a fight, and I, I said, wow, Don and Stacy have such a mood right now. I said, Dawn, BTFO, nobody likes a drink counter. Because <laughs> she's like on her stuff about her eating cookies. I was like, she, oops. It's like, she is what, like 13 years old? She can decide whether she's had too many cookies or not. I mean, obviously she can't since she ended up in the hospital, but. Right. <laughs> but still. Yeah, I was like, this is her disease. She's been living with it her whole life. You need to just chill the F out. Right. Also, I said that Stacy was ahead of Marie Kondo because when Christy was cleaning out her mom's closet and she was trying to get rid of her mom's wedding dress, and she's like, Mom, <laughs> Stacy said if you haven't worn it for a year or more, you should get rid of it. I was like, see, Marie Kondo, Babysitter's Club said it first. Yeah. I try to do that, and then I'm like, but what if I have a special event sometime? Me too. there's no special event. That's well, the thing. <laughs> my thing is it's like I – like go through my closet and get rid of a bunch of stuff and I put it in bags like down in my basement to take to Goodwill and I never take it to Goodwill and then I'm like I need this thing and then I go downstairs and I get it and I'm like see this is why I don't get rid of stuff because I need it I just think I'm gonna use it for a special occasion and then when it comes to the special special occasion I'm like "Mm, I should just buy something so I do (laughs) and now I have 15,000 sequin dresses that I have worn one time (laughs) There's no such thing as too many sequin dresses. Except for when they don't fit you anymore. Then it's time to get rid of them. Have I gotten rid of them? No. Because but it's maybe fine. you can just sew them all into a super dress one day. It'll be fine. Interesting. <laughs> also, I said, who else snooped for presents when they were a little kid? Because I totally did. Yep. All the time. Oh, yeah. I knew exactly where my mom hid them in her closet. I, well... I knew where she hid them, but I I snooped, but I didn't actually snoop enough to find them. And then I also said, is there only one store in town? Because they all showed up at the same store. And <laughs> okay, so I have a story about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first of all, I said, why can't I be as productive as they are when they're, like, cleaning everything and all that kind of stuff? But also, I said their secret Santa shopping is me when I was looking for your secret fairy present. <laughs> and we were oh, sent yeah. to Target together. <laughs> I have to sneak around and try and get this because she's literally in the same store as me. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we went to breakfast and Matt was like, why don't you guys just go get things for your secret fairies together? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, "Uh, okay. okay. 
even though it's Megan. And then, but I did it. You had no idea what I bought, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I, there was a lot of panic. A lot of panic. That's definitely true. That's hilarious. Also, um, Phantom of the Bathroom. Yes. It's, I was like, interesting. <laughs> I was like, that's a good poll. I don't know. I yeah. think they were, like, speaking literally. Literally? Literarily? I don't know what the word would be there. I think they're talking about the book and not the musical. Oh, probably. I didn't think about the book. I thought about the musical, but it's For okay. sure. For sure. But that's because we have Preston in our life. Right. I love Preston. Yeah. I... But... Go ahead. Sorry. My last note, because then I got, like, really into it, it says, they're being real rude to Stacey. <laughs> when were. she was in the hospital and they didn't know, they're like, we told her to be here. She probably forgot. Like, I'm like, she's in the hospital. She's sick. Like, guys. Right. Be nice. Come on. Yeah, I was real annoyed at them for that. Also, I said, these sad kids are making me really sad. Yeah. Also, when Stacy was in the hospital, I was like, this scared me so much. I Like, any time I would get, like, very, very thirsty, because that was the first time was that she was drinking all the water at the diner. Yep. Anytime I got, like, very, very thirsty, I was like, I have diabetes. Mom, you have to take, you have to take me to get my blood tested, because I have diabetes. It just, still to this day, a little bit, if I get really thirsty, I'm like, so this episode, like, scarred me for life. Oh, no. Well, and I think it was a symptom in the book, too. Yeah. Because I think she finds out in the third, it's the second or the third book that she has diabetes. I think it's the third one. Yeah. The Truth About Stacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that, um, the two little kids, I don't remember if they actually kissed or they just made a joke about kissing under the mistletoe. Oh, yeah. I never kissed anybody under mistletoe. Like, I never got to do that. You didn't? Mm Mm-mm. That's okay. I'm gonna put a mistletoe up in your house so that, like, everywhere in your house, and then you and Matt will have no choice but to kiss under the mistletoe always. I'm gonna do always. it. I like it. The last question I have is: When did you open presents when you were a kid? Because then they were talking about it. So when I was a kid, it was always Christmas morning. Always, we did have at my grandparents' house. We would usually get one present the night before, but it was, like, a new pair of Christmas pajamas and, like, a movie for us to watch. Like, Logan and I would get a joint gift, and that's what we would do for, like, Christmas Eve. And then the next morning, we did all of them. Now, I have, like, 17 Christmases to go to, so I open presents for, like, the entire month of December. (laughs) Right. Which is fantastic. Matt and I just call it the Christmas marathon because, literally, we start two days before Christmas and we go to my dad's. And just do, like, me, my dad, Jess, my brother, Madeline, and Matt. And then we do my dad's family the next day. And then on Christmas Day, we go to my mom's. We go to my mom's family, and we go to Matt's family. So it's a lot. It's a lot in, like, three days and a lot of in the car. But anytime it's lovely, and we I, love it. Anytime I ever give anyone a present around Christmas, I'm like, it's another Christmas, guys. Like, when we went and saw Little Women and I gave you and Amy your presents, I was like, this is another Christmas. Because it was another Christmas. time for presents. Anytime there are presents involved. It's either another Christmas or another birthday. I like it. 
So the fourth one we watched was called Claudia and the Secret Passage. What did you think? So I just have to tell you the first thing. Um, it says, I have in quotes, feels like it's full of friendly ghosts. And this is how I think that your attic is at your house that I have seen once in my life. And I didn't even know existed for the first like six months that I knew you. Because it's a secret passage. <laughs> the, yeah, it really is. It's a whole secret passage to get up there. And I now I'm convinced that there are friendly ghosts up there, but it's okay. The other thing that I said is, dang, Christy's annoying and Becca is salty <laughs> that Jesse won't babysitter. She's like, babysitters don't want to babysit their siblings. I'm like, dang, she, she's angry. Her feelings were hurt. She I know. said Jesse never wants to hang out with her and Mallory teaches her how to double dutch or whatever she was doing. You know, I, that's fine. I don't know. I also said that I want to have a seance. Never I have that. that. I have that in my notes too. I said, um, did you do seances at sleepovers? We did not, but we did play with a Ouija board and we did light as a feather stiff as a board. We did light as a feather stiff as a board. We did not do the Ouija board because my mother would murder me if I did that. We were doing she... it in the middle of the day and my dad came in and he flipped his lid. He was not happy. It's terrifying. Also, the the Chases have one at their house. I don't know if it's the actual board or it's the game, but every time that I stay at their house, I see it on the game shelf and I move it because I don't like it. And it I scares me. I don't want to play a so I, board in the Chases' new house. Nope. I put it in, like, the laundry room somewhere, and sometimes I forget to put it back. <laughs> so I'm sure that they're like, this game is moving, and it's just me being scared. <laughs> That's hilarious. They think the game is haunted, but it's just you moving it's it all to me because I'm, because I'm a child who's afraid of everything. It's fine. I love it. I love it so much. Also, during this episode, I said, if they say 200 years one more time, I'm going to scream because it happened every other sentence. I, it took me a really long time to figure out what, and I still don't know what they were gathering the pictures for. I also asked why the children, how are the children getting access to all of these things? Like, they're just know. walking into these places, and the adults are like, yeah, here, have all these, like, documents and stuff. I'm like, how? Because if I were to do that now as an adult, they'd be like, no. I don't think so. <laughs> so how? I have no idea. I still don't know what they were doing. I just told you that. I don't know what Stony Book Through the Years is for. I don't know where they're putting it up at. I just know that they're gathering old photos. Yep. My... But I do go... Sorry, go ahead. Nope, you go. It's fine. <laughs> this is really unimportant, but I was going to say, I do love the outside of Dawn's house, and I am obsessed with the like wraparound bookshelves on the floor that they were on before they got to the secret passage. Yeah. That that was adorable. My last note, because I kind of died at this point, is in all caps. I'm sorry, is that Emily Gilmore? Emily Gilmore is in that. She's one of the sisters. What? Yeah. What? Yes. How did I not? I, no, she's it, not. Yes, she is. When they're all in the park and Claudia is there, they have the flower crowns and they're going in a circle when it flashes one of them, it's it's Emily Gilmore. Oh, you mean in the park. I thought you were saying, like, the sisters, like, the sisters that were fighting over the ring. Well, yeah, because she, yeah. 
She's one of those two sisters? Yes, I think it's I think it's one of those two sisters. Because you see those two sisters in the shop when the one of them is holding the clippers. I literally said just casually holding clippers. Right. <laughs> Kelly Bishop. There she is. Flora Trinnell. <gasps> yep, it's her. Oh my gosh. Literally, I said that and I was like, excuse me? I, yep, you're right. I did not even. So, obviously for that reason, this episode was my favorite that we watched. Because I love Emily Gilmore so much. Well, she's the best. I did not, well, I was not paying attention at that point. I was, I was writing notes about Claudia and the cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> also, the cupcakes. Claudia looks a lot older than Janine. I think Claudia should be the older sister. I agree. Also, why is that scene so awkward? I don't know. That was the most awkward that I've ever seen anyone in my entire life. And I've met my brother. <laughs> more awkward than the weird Sherlock Holmes hat Christy just happened to be wearing after they found the note. <laughs> That's also very awkward. It's like, where did you find that? They just throw these things in there, like they do. It's nothing. It's like, no, 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 no. But yes, I agree. It was very awkward, and those cupcakes did not sound good. No. The last episode we watched was The Babysitters and the Boysitters, which I thought this episode was going to be the introduction of Logan, but apparently Logan had been around already at this point, so I Which was is wrong. super weird, because for those of you who don't know, my brother's name is Logan. So even when I was reading this, I thought it was super weird that Logan was, like, their friend, and I'm like, ew, gross. Logan's because Marianne's boyfriend. I know. That's why I didn't like Marianne, because I couldn't like Marianne, because she was dating Logan, and Logan's my brother's name. <laughs> was like a whole thing i remember thinking this when i was reading the book i'm like i want to like marianne but i can't i like marianne what did you say about this one i said a lot of random things about this one i only have three notes <laughs> the first one is why is christy always starting stuff with everyone because like, she's me because we all are the, the time she's always trying to start a fight with somebody and i'm like why I said a bet. How very 90s. Because, like, all 90s movies take place around a bet. It's a bet or it's, like, a triple dog dare or something. Right. It's, like, I always dare you to do something, which 100% I, I do. And if you dare me to do something, I'm going to do it. I don't back sure. Like, that's a thing. You don't back down from a dare. Right. The other thing that I said is this is a lot of training to be a babysitter. I did not. I took one safety class at St. John's, and that was it. It was like, and I had been babysitting before that. But I suddenly, did not take any classes to be a babysitter. But I did learn how to put a diaper on a baby doll. So my mom had a daycare when I was younger. So a lot of the kids that she had at the daycare were my friends, but there were also like my brother's age or younger or whatever. And my brother's three years younger than me. So I would help with the kids, and so I didn't really get taught how to diaper a baby doll because there were babies there. So my mom was like, here, learn on this real, actual infant. Yikes. <laughs> and then all you? I don't know. She had a daycare for a long time. I was, I think she's, I don't, I don't know. I know it ended when I was in about fifth grade, but... I knew she started it after Logan was born, so I was at least three. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in there, 
for a good majority of that, she had a daycare. And so I knew all of these kids and all of their parents. So when it was time for me to babysit, they were like, we already know you. Here's our children. <laughs> so I only took a class so that I could babysit for other people's children that I didn't gotcha. know. But this was super intense training. <laughs> Licensed. <laughs> yeah. I did not take a class. I just did it. My mom's friends were like, here, watch our baby. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> the, my very last note was, how in the world does this boy know how to make French toast without a recipe? My thing was, this is disgusting. That they literally just sopped up the French toast, literally like spilled the milk, cracked eggs on it, and like sopped up the French toast off the counter to make, or yeah. sopped up the egg off the counter to make French toast. I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. It was weird. But also, what? It was just, I, I don't know. That part was weird to me. You the don't know how thing. to make French toast? I do, but not like without, like I have to look it up. I don't know oh. how to ma- I don't know how to make anything from my brain except eggs and a grilled cheese, nachos. Like I need recipes for things. See, French toast is kind of like scrambled eggs. Like I just made it a lot as a kid, so I just know that it's milk and egg, and I put cinnamon and vanilla in mine. But I actually well, made right. French toast today. I I know the components, but I don't know how much to put in. Oh, I just eyeball it. I, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I I said, what is this weird Latin waltz? Like, I come on your Windows Media Player preloaded music that Logan and Marion are dancing to. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening? That part was so weird, too. It's like, she's like trying to study. He's like, let's dance. Let's dance. Right? I'm like, you never want to dance with me. I'm like, nope, not in the middle of the living room while we're babysitting. I mean, I dance in the middle of my living room, but when I'm by myself and there's no one around to laugh at me. Right. I mean, like Matt and I dance in the kitchen, but I don't know. It was just That's really so weird. Cute. He doesn't put, aw. <laughs> That's his thing. He likes to slow dance in the kitchen. That just made my whole heart so happy. Oh, <laughs> I think it like melted a little bit. He's pretty cute. I'm pretty happy with him. I, would I guess I'll keep him. <laughs> <laughs> what else did I say? Um, I don't remember what Christy said or what caused Christy to say this, but at what point she goes, "This is very serious." I was like, "Same." <laughs> Agree. Always. Also, the place that the boys take the kids reminded me of Jungle of Fun. Did you go to Jungle of Fun as a kid? I did, but it reminded me of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it was... See, Chuck E. Cheese is smaller, though. Jungle of Fun right. is really, was really big. Yeah. Plus, there was no creepy band at Jungle of Fun. Yeah, that was terrifying. I'm terrified of the Chuck E. Cheese band. <laughs> also, can we talk about how... The boys took the kids to this play pit, and then did they leave the whole, like, area, like, not area, like, the whole, almost the whole building. It's like, it looked like it was in a mall. Right. And then they just left. 
Like, even well, if you think, even if you think you can get away with, like, how do you think that that's okay? Which I know the whole point of the thing is that it's not okay, and they know that. But they didn't even, they're like, we can still see you. No, you can't. I Absolutely couldn't see not. them in the other thing. Like, no. There were too many of those kids, too. I was like, there are not enough babysitters for the amount of children that are here. Nope, if there if there's more than three, I need another person. Right. Well, like, and then they went up to the snack counter, and he's like, "What do you want?" And one of them said ice cream, one of them said popcorn, and one of them said hot dogs. Hot dog. And so he got three of all of them. I'm like, those children are not going to eat all of that food. Also, they- if this kid wants hot dogs, if they're a normal kid, all they're going to eat is a hot dog, and right. then they're going to change, or they're going to change their mind, and they're going to want the popcorn from this other kid. So okay. maybe, maybe that was the theory, but also. <laughs> Why would you not just get one of the one one of the things, and then if they change their mind, then go back? That way, you're not trying to juggle all of these things because that was really funny. I thought it was actually going to drop them. I did too. And then Becca being like, "I have to go to the bathroom." I was like, "Then she's like, but you have to come with me." I'm like, "No, that's weird. Don't yeah. do that." I thought that was very weird, and I th- he thought it was weird. He's like, mm, "Can't you go by yourself?" She's like, "No, just wait outside." I was like weird this is odd i don't like this yeah no (laughs) and i also said that i felt like the girl set them up for failure and then they took the kids away and like i know they were trying to prove a point but also like that wasn't okay like they made them think that they like lost these people's children yeah i mean I'm over here like, I mean, I would do that because they're being real jerks. And I would just be like, you know what? You can't watch the kids. Fine. Bye. Like, I'm going to take them. I got it. Don't worry. (laughs) But that's just who I am as a person. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so what did you think overall? Overall, I thought the show was cute. Right. It's definitely, you were definitely too old for it now, but. Yes. Like, I'm not going to be like, hmm, I really want to watch the Babysitter's Club. (laughs) It's probably not going to happen. I did like it. It's weird because I had these visions in my head because I had read the book so many times Mm -hmm. of how exactly each thing was supposed to play out. And then it didn't. So that was weird to me, which I know is like. That's a thing when a book becomes a movie or a TV show and yada yada. Mm-hmm. But I definitely liked the books better, I think. Well, the books definitely got, I don't want to say like racier because they definitely weren't racy, but they were not as like sugar-coated as the TV show is. The TV yeah. show is definitely a little bit more cotton candy and sweet yeah, than the books there's, were. There's a lot more, like, realness to the books. And I think that's yeah. why I liked them so much. Because, like, these are things that can actually real life happen. And, like, this is how people are feeling. And in this, in the show, they didn't show that. It was just like, oh, darn. You know? Yeah, because I think even, like, when they were... Also, like, the books grew with the girls. Like, the girls were in, yeah. like, high school by the end of the books, I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, because they had the super specials. And they were, like, Cali girls as one of them. And they were definitely in high school. Right. Well, and, like, Dawn leaves and comes back. And mm-hmm. Stacy leaves and comes back. But, like, there was that one with Stacy where something weird happened. I don't remember... 
with the like I don't know if it was the one where she's trying to be a model or something, but yes. it wasn't quite as like scary as like the fame, like what happens in fame, but it was like kind of along those lines where the guy was right. like creeping on her. Yep. I definitely remember that. Yeah, and I remember that scared me a lot. Yeah. So looks wise, like the actresses that played the girls, how did they match up in your with what you had in your head when you were reading? So because the covers of the books had their pictures. Mm-hmm. There were like drawings, obviously not real pictures. That's right. what I thought they were all going to look like. That's what I had in my head of them looking mm-hmm. like. And so none every... of them look like that. Christy, Christy's good, I think, but the rest of them, Christy's Claudia, good. I guess. Claudia's okay. Claudia's hair was too, like, it wasn't wild enough for Claudia. Claudia was not wild enough for Claudia for me. Yeah, she, she did was, more like, hats. Way out there. Yeah. And, like, her earrings needed to be funkier, not just giant hoops, you know? Yeah. Agree. But everybody else was, I mean, pretty similar. To me, Stacey, the girl that they had playing, Stacey, was very pretty, but she was not, she, she was a little, I don't know how to describe what I want to say. She was not. She was a little too Midwest to be Stacey. See, I think she actually looks a little too city-esque because the Stacy on the cover of the books looks so, like, blonde hair and blue-eyed and, like, the, but, like, the straight blonde hair. She doesn't have, like, the big wavy. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I always think about the Stacy on the cover of The Truth About Stacy, and I know she's, like, super right. young then, but she has, like, she almost looks more like a California girl than a New York girl. Yes. I feel like this Stacy was way more New York. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, like, that's my Stacy. Like, the, like I always go back to that. That must have been my favorite book, because that's the one I always go back to, is The Truth About Stacy. Yeah. I think that one's one of my favorites. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, I really, um, I liked it. Good. I'm glad. So, I had Megan watch Big Hero 6. For those of you who don't know, which is terrible, and all of you need to watch this, by the way. It is an animated superhero film that's by Disney. It actually is loosely based on the Marvel comic superhero group, but very, very, very loosely. Um, It's the 54th Disney animated feature film. Fun fact. Um, And it came out in 2014. I don't remember the very first time that I watched it. I know that it was with my mom, and I'm 99% sure Cameron was there. Um, Cameron is my youngest little brother. He is going to be nine. Super weird. Uh, don't <laughs> like it. But he and my mom love this movie. My, I think my mom is more in love with it than Cameron is, actually. She has her very own Baymax costume. It's magnificent. We went to Comic-Con, and she dressed up as Baymax, and I think people wanted her picture more than they wanted the pictures of the celebrities, like Lou Ferrigno and Jason Momoa. Maybe not Jason Momoa, but everybody who was there. (laughs) (laughs) We were in line for, um, I think we were in line for our autograph for Jason Momoa, and she had, like, come in her Baymax costume. Everyone was freaking out. 
they wanted a picture with her she had a bag of lollipops she was giving it to them it was super super cute it was super (laughs) cute um my mother's obsessed when we went to disney one of the many times because i used to work there we went to epcot and you can meet baymax at epcot my mother squealed and ran to him and my little brother was also trying to run to him but my mom was faster she got there first and just like (laughs) tackled him and then you see cameron who's a very small child like run up and give him a hug and my mom's like oh my gosh but you can tell that cameron's like wait a second what's my mom doing (laughs) it's the greatest thing baymax is my mother's favorite everything so when we watched this cameron watched it with us we actually because we are we were all grounded still so we watched it together virtually because of the social distancing due to the covid19 virus that has everybody locked in their homes currently so we still wanted to watch this together so we watched it via facetime and our own tvs or computer in my case right cameron was actually spending the night at my house we had a sibling sleepover and i asked him because he and megan have hung out before and he loves megan and megan loves him and um i was i asked him i said do you want to watch a movie with megan and he was like yes obviously like obviously duh, <laughs> i was like okay and so i asked if we wanted to watch big hero six with megan he said yes like absolutely and so we watched it he kept sitting in the chair so that he could see megan and was like making faces at her and like seeing her reactions to things which i was also doing because i think i have this movie almost memorized um but that was like his favorite thing he said it was super super fun and it was yeah i thought it was real cute so megan how did you feel about big hero six because you know i were obsessed with it as a family i liked it i liked it a lot um i wrote lots of notes i tried to go back through so i was pretty like engaged in talking to you and Cameron while we were watching it, so I didn't take very good notes. But I went back through the synopsis and tried to take some notes so that we had some stuff to talk about. It was probably not the best idea for the first viewing to be, like, with other people because you're right. focused on them. <laughs> right. But it's the thought. It counted. <laughs> it was still fun. I liked it. Um, so I said the beginning reminded me of BattleBots when a uh, hero goes to the – I don't even know what it is. but when he- It's just bot fighting. I think. Yeah. 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 So it was like like BattleBots, which I think was a TV show in the 90s. Um, and then I said, I love Aunt Cass. And then I found out that she is voiced by Maya Rudolph, and now I love her even more. <laughs> my, Aunt best. Cass is my favorite. She is me, and <laughs> I am her. Always. And I feel like if I also owned a cafe, it would be called the Lucky Cat Cafe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's you. It's my favorite thing. I love it so much. Those of you that don't know, I am obsessed with cats. I have two cats. Well, I have one cat and I have a Bond villain that live <laughs> in my house along with two dogs. <laughs> um, okay. I have a very sweet, gray, lovable male cat named Arthur and then a very, very pretty, very tiny, ferocious girl cat named, well, her actual name is Princess Buttercup, but we just call her Kitty. She came with that name when we um, adopted her from a friend of Mad's. 
funny story, Princess Buttercup is not a reference to Princess Bride. He just, when he saw her, said she looked like a Princess Buttercup, and that was her name. He actually just called her Butters, but I didn't like that because I'm not a South Park person, so. Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, there's like a kid in a wheelchair called Butters on South Park, I think. I don't know. I don't really watch South Park either. Yeah. Kitty scares me. Kitty is terrifying, and when I spend the night at Megan's house, I'm afraid that I'm going to die in my sleep because of Kitty. Because the first night she stayed, she woke up and Kitty is, like, standing there staring at her. Because when Jacqueline stays over, she leaves the door to uh, our guest room. I said Matt's office. It's the same room. To our guest room open so that the dogs can come in and out. Well, the animals aren't allowed to go in there unless there's somebody staying in there because we try to keep it relatively pet-free in case somebody that comes to stay with us is allergic to animals. And I ruin And so the cats get very excited. You're not the only one. Christina and my mother-in-law both leave the door open and Christina is allergic to cats. However, okay. now she has two cats, so I guess she's taking medicine, but, um, I just want everybody to sleep, sleep with me all the time. He's the best. That's also who you probably hear barking in the background. He's not currently barking, but he was barking earlier. I also said I really like how, what is the name of the city? San Francisco. Yes. I said I really like how San Francisco or Tokyo? Yeah, Sokio. Sokyo is it's like the perfect mix of Tokyo and San Francisco. I remember asking you while we were watching it, I was like, Does this take place in San Francisco? You said and that's you said no, it takes place in San Francisco. I was like, oh, okay, I see it. I was like, it looks like San Francisco, but like Chinatown. I was like, so it makes sense that it's like it's Tokyo. Then, and then I said, um, I knew Tadashi was gonna die because I had listened to the Disney villain Deathmatch. Shout out to Elizabeth and Sarah. Um, and they talk about I almost called him Syndrome. They talk about Callaghan. And so I knew, A, that he was going to be the villain, and B, that Tadashi was going to die. I actually, it happened way later in the movie than I thought it was going to. I thought it happened a lot earlier. So I kept, like, waiting for it to happen. And then I was like, oh, here it is. It was really funny. This is terrible. But when we were watching it, I was, like, watching Megan's reaction when Tadashi was going to die. And she's like, oh, no, is this when it is? And I was like... I don't want to tell you, Aww. even though you're right. And Cameron was, like, in his little blanket cocoon, like, all sad. But he was yeah. also, like, watching Megan. And No, and Cameron hates when people die. It makes him so sad. He's the sweetest little boy. But after Tadashi dies. So after Tadashi dies, we get Baymax. Well, we get the, like, sad hero, and I feel so sad for him. I love Aunt Cass talking about the mm-hmm. hot wings. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to feel it tomorrow. I was dying. <laughs> she's just trying. She's doing her best. And that's what I love about she her. The because best. that's how I feel like 90% of my life is that I'm just trying to do my best. Right? It's like everything I do, I'm just like, are you happy? How do I make you happy? I'm sorry. What? Yeah. No? Yes? Please? <laughs> Matt always goes. I know. You're sorry. It's fine. Matt did say that Megan and I are in the I'm sorry club, and I said, yes, I'm the president. He said, he told me the other day, he's like, you and Jacqueline should let me and TJ come on the podcast, and it's good, and we're going to say, <laughs> what did he say? He said, it, and it's going to, that episode's going to be called, I know you're going to be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or I think you're going to be sorry. I think that's the best thing ever. <laughs> It made me laugh. 
Okay, so after Hero goes through his, like, sadness and Aunt Cass talks about the hot wings, um, that's when we get Baymax for the first time, and I said, I need a Baymax, and then well, not I not the was... first time. What? Th- not the first time. We see Baymax when Tadashi shows him to Hero. Do we? In the, yeah, in the lab with all, after you meet, like, Wasabi and Gogo and all of them. Ah, uh, yes. You're right. He just comes yeah. back to life then. Right. Or he, like activates yeah because hero says ow because hero is sad um and then i said i like the thing about the i don't know if he says puberty or teenage hormones or what but puberty it made me laugh my favorite line in the whole not in the whole thing but my favorite line in this scene is you will experience like um this that and blah 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 you will also like grow hair in places like face chest armpits and and he's about to say like you know and he was like i got it i got it i got it we're good (laughs) every time that makes me like laugh hysterically and i don't know why it's such like a 12 year old boy thing to laugh about (laughs) because it's funny (laughs) it's funny (laughs) The um, next thing I said was, I love the superhero training montage, so I skipped a bunch, apparently, from Baymax to the going back to the um, Scooby gang at, well, because they show up. Where are they at? Aunt Cass calls them, right? No. Baymax calls them. Baymax calls them. That's right. So this little sidebar, Mom and I do a lot all of the theater except for the musical at the high school in Lincoln and there's this thing called GI and you can write your own script for it this year we did Big Hero 6 so I have this movie pretty much memorized because of that like lines and everything (laughs) so if I'm correcting it's not because I'm being like rude I just have it memorized because I've heard the kids say it so many times. Well, and it's also, you're just being accurate, and I've seen it once. (laughs) But so, Baymax calls them because he thinks that, because Hero's sad, and so he, like, searches his database, and he's like, when people are depressed, they need comfort from friends and family, and Aunt Cass wasn't helping, so, well, she was trying to. She was trying making, her damnedest. That wasn't making Hero feel better, so he was like, I'll go call your friends. Right. And so that's when the friends, sh- the, su- the super friends, they show up. I love them. When, af- when Hero and Baymax are trying to fight the bad guy the first time. Right. That's right. When he finds, when he's in the Kabuki mask. And that's yeah. when he finds, oh, right, because the little, um, he's chasing the little, uh, piece of his battle bot. The microbot, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and it, like, leads to him, because that's when I was like, is he flying? And Cameron's like, no. <laughs> that <laughs> was, like, the sorry. best. <laughs> it's a, it's a superhero movie. <laughs> Man, is he flying? Cameron just goes, no. I'm like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> humans can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we skipped over my one of my favorite parts. Oh, well, let's go back to it. So the first time that the microbots show up after all of this stuff, Baymax has said his puberty thing, and the mi- microbot, like, starts moving, and so then they go and, like, follow it, 
and they try to go into this warehouse and the door's locked and Baymax is like, there's a window. So they try to go in the window and Hero can go in fine. But Baymax, he's this giant balloon thing and he's, right. he can't fit. And so he has to let the air out and you just hear, Wee! <laughs> for like a really extended period of time. Is as he the- deflates and then he goes in he gets in he's small enough and then he reinflates, and it's just like and then that's like a good 30 seconds <laughs> and there's no talking it's just this sound isn't he like reinflating when they go back to aunt cass's house when they go back to aunt cass's house his battery's dead oh and, and so and it's like he's, he's drunk, drunk. <laughs> and it's, he goes <laughs> We jumped out a window. Yeah. <laughs> when did the there's... part happen? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If there's anything that I know, it's that when I am drunk, I am Baymax. <laughs> 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 and everyone's like chuckling. Shh. Okay. <laughs> but no, this when is you're after... drunk, you try to fist fight people. Like you tried to fist fight Madeline over the house next that was really important that's really really important okay it was important it's still important it was funny though but oh go ahead sorry no you go oh i was gonna say when does the part happen where he has all the little cuts and he has to take the scotch tape cover up all the holes oh so after this is right before they go home we are butchering the timeline of this story, by the way. It's fine. <laughs> Most of you should already know this movie. So, after... So, they go see that there are more microbots being made. Then they see, like, the bad guy, and they get away from him. And hero, they go to the police station to report that somebody's stealing his robots. <laughs> But for right. some reason during all of this, Baymax has started to, like, sprung, spring leaks in, like, his <laughs> air. <laughs> and it's just this air. He, like, reinflates his arm and air holes, like, start popping out. And he just gets some scotch tape and tapes over them very calmly. And, like, again, this is, like, a good 30 seconds of him just doing this. That might be my favorite part of the entire movie is the, like, guy at the front desk of the police should just, like, Sliding the scotch tape across the desk. Baymax just and like, whoop, whoop. Like. Fun fact for those of you who don't know, Flynn Rider's wanted poster is on that back wall. Yes, yes, it is. I saw it's it. It's the greatest thing ever. I think the, um, oh my god, what are their names? It's like some super silly name. The, uh, the, the brothers, brothers from yep. Tangled are there too. I don't remember their name, but I, I'm pretty sure that they are. Yeah, I think they're next to him. <laughs> okay. So when they go they go back to the cafe into their house and Aunt Cass is like talking to Hero and he says he's gonna go to the nerd school with his brother yeah. and all this or not with his brother, but where his brother Wayne with his brother's friends. And he lies. Baymax is acting real drunk and he <laughs> the cat comes and there's a real cute bar and he Baymax is holding the cat and he just goes, Harry baby. Harry baby. <laughs> That's me with all cats everywhere. <laughs> I love them. And so Baymax goes into his charging thing or whatever and Hero's still trying to figure out what's going on. And then the super friends show up mm-hmm. and they 
go with Hero to get to like find the bad guy, whatever. There's a car chase, and that whole thing happens, and then they get to Fred's house. Well, does the video with Tadashi happen before Fred's house or after Fred's house? It's after. It's after. Oh, that's the next thing I have written down. Yeah. So after they're at Fred's house, and then Hero's like, I'm going to turn you all into superheroes. Yeah. And I love that. I love the There's superhero. this whole montage. <laughs> and it's super cool. And they have the song is called Immortals. I don't remember who it's by. I'll look it up in a second. But so they're like all testing out their new powers and everything. Then they go back and to try and defeat the bad guy for real, for real. And they get super, 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 super close. And then Hero decides to tell Baymax to kill the bad guy, who we find out is Callahan doing this. And Baymax is like, um, excuse me? Well, and this is when I was like, because I knew it was, even though I knew it was Callahan, I was still like mad about it. And this is what I told Jacqueline. I was like, see, this is a Marvel movie. He's Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So that happens. And then all of the friends are really mad at Hero. They're like, we didn't sign up for that. Like, you didn't tell us you were going to try and kill him. That's not cool. Like, whatever. And Hero's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm better without you. And then nope. they go back to the garage. And then the Tadashi videos come up. And that made me, that's when I got teary-eyed for the first, well, the first time. So I wasn't, like, because I knew about, like, the fire, and I thought it was going to be a lot more, um, I want to say sad, but that's not the right word. I thought it was going to be a lot more, like. Like, emotional. Well, I thought they were going to, like, capitalize on it a lot more, rather than being, like, he goes in and doesn't come back out, and, like, that's, like, all. It's, like, oh, and then you, like, yeah. and then you, like, skip forward to, like hero at home sad like you know we don't see they don't like take him to the hospital or like anything like that right and really they don't even like do anything other than like you see hero like you see them come out and you see like i don't know if it's like like a, a first responder that like shakes his head no or if it's one somebody from the scooby game that, like shakes their head no that like you know tadashi didn't get out and that's really sad don't get me wrong if i didn't know that was gonna happen i would have been like crushed yeah. But this video of him, like, on Baymax's chest and, like, doing all the tests, I was just like, you guys. It's the cutest thing. It's because so Baymax sweet. is trying to make Hero feel better. He he yeah. doesn't know what to do. And he's and he says, Tadashi, like, Tadashi. And Hero's like, Tadashi's gone. And Baymax is like, no, like, Tadashi's here. here. Like, yeah. look. And he's pointing at his chest and it's, yeah. like, in his heart. And it's so cute. <laughs> It's so cute, and it's so, like, sweet and touching and, like, genuine. Yeah. And then, at the, at the, after the very last one, the friends are there again, and they're like, we know you miss him, but, you know, we're, we're still gonna help you and that kind of stuff. Just don't leave us again when there's a bad guy, because that yeah. was real not cool. They're like, that's not cool, dude. Nope. So then they figure out that it's Callahan and that the reason that Callahan is angry is because they tried to do this teleportation thing and Callahan's daughter was actually the first person to go through it and she didn't come out of it. Right. So he is trying to recreate this bowl and just being real reckless about it. So they're be he's being real reckless about it and the friends go and they're like battling him with the microbots and they're it looks like they're losing and then Hero's like, wait. 
we just have to do, you know, we have to look at things from a different angle, which yeah. is how Tadashi, like, gets Hiro to figure out a lot of stuff. Like, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, and so they use all this other stuff, and they start to defeat him, and then they finally trap him. And Baymax, like, looks at the portal, and he goes, wait a second. <gasps> like, I'm detect- I detect life, like, in there. Yeah. And, like, it's a female. And they're like, wait a second, Callahan's daughter is still alive? Mm-hmm. And so then Hero, this, like, 12-year-old kid is like, yep, we're going to go into this portal. I might not come out, but we're going to try and go get her. Like, what? What? Because he's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they go in. And Hero is, like, flying with Baymax and all this stuff. And they find her. And they start to push her back towards the opening so that they can leave. And then the saddest thing happens. And then I literally, <laughs> I was like, <gasps> because then Baymax dies. He doesn't die. He well, sacrifices him getting out so that Hero and Abigail, which is her name, can go. But you think he's dead. You don't think he's going to come back. Right. Or like, but what? Not functional or whatever you want to call it. Right. He gets stuck in the portal. Yes. That's it. And so Hero and the and Abigail get out and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Hero and then they're like, What about Baymax? Yeah, and he's it's so sad. It's just so sad. I was distra- I literally wrote Baymax dying distraught. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad. So they're like in a little bit of the future. Mm-hmm. And Hero and all the friends are at the cafe, and they're going to go to school. And-, and he has, like, I don't know if he has, like, a sweatshirt that has the logo on it, or if he has, like, he has some, I think it's a sweatshirt, or, like, a t-shirt that has yeah. the Technology Institute on it. And I was like, hey, he's right. going to the school. So, Hero is, like, going and setting up his workshop in the science lab or whatever, and he pulls out Baymax's armor thing and puts it on there, and he finds that Baymax put his computer chip mm-hmm. in there. And then we see Hero... In, like, the video, like, Tadashi's was. And he made a new Baymax. Yeah, it's the best. And it's the cutest thing ever. It is. And then they go back to the song. And it's by Fall Out Boy. I'm really sorry to everyone that I didn't remember that. My brother <laughs> and my mom are probably really disappointed <laughs> in me right now. But to be fair, it's really, it's not really late. But I, it's been a long day. Yeah. And we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. And then, so, oh, and we didn't talk about the, that was going to say, because I was going to bring up the, the end or the yeah the end credits in it i don't know what to call that but we didn't talk yes, about when we were in fred's house and you walk by the portrait and they have a picture of stan lee so there's a stan yeah, lee and stan lee cameo. is fred's dad <laughs> yeah and then he's in the end credit scene it's literally like stanley's voice i go oh, it's stan lee <laughs> it is a marvel <laughs> movie <laughs> yeah it's the it's the best thing ever it really is so i have two questions okay First of all, who is your favorite of the six? Who is your favorite? Not including, like, Hero and Baymax? Well, they're part of the six. So there's Hero, Baymax, Go-Go, Wasabi, Honey Lemon, and Fred. So Baymax is my favorite, but okay. I feel like that's a cop-out answer because I feel like Baymax is everybody's favorite. That's kind of true. So I would say... Baymax, and then probably Honey Lemon, and then, and then I like all the rest of them equally, but I, I like them all a lot. For so I'm pretty reasons. sure 
I'm pretty sure that you and Cameron have the same two favorites. <laughs> I love it. Cameron really likes Honey Lemon. My favorites, I really like Wasabi and Fred. Yeah. I Mostly really because like I kind of... them too. <laughs> I kind of am Wasabi and Fred. I'm like, guys, yeah, let's do this. Wait, but hold on. When Wasabi is like hanging onto the car, the wheel of the car, <laughs> it's up in the air. I don't even remember what he says, but I, I can just, like, see it play. Yeah. So, my other question is, did you like it? Yeah. I liked it a Are lot. Are you going to watch it again? I am. I need to watch it again. Like, especially, I feel like that's about the Marvel, Marvel movies, too. Now that I, like, know who everyone is, I want to watch it again and, like, watch their, like, characters develop. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's... That's why I like watching things over and over again, because you see new things each time. Yeah, and there's a lot thrown at you, especially with, like, learning, like, each of the six. Like, you don't, you get the, like, the, like, secondary characters of the six, like, all at once. And so they're kind of, like, overload a little bit. Yeah, it's very, it's very fast, that introduction. Yeah. And you don't, like, you you don't get, like, one-on-one time with any of them except for, like, really Fred. You get some one-on-one time with Fred. So it's, Mm -hmm. like... Is Gogo at the beginning? Yeah. Is that who the, is she at the BattleBot thing? Is that her? No, 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 no. Gogo's not at that that beginning. Okay. Nope, that's somebody else. Okay, she just kind of looks like her. Yeah. Okay. So, so then yeah, so you get the other like four or three, I guess, all like at once. So it's like they're yeah. and they're all talking usually. <laughs> so. Trying to, like, discern them all is kind of hard, but, like, the further yeah. you get in the film, the, like, easier they are to, like, identify, like, who they right. are. Right. But, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was really super cute. I told Matt, I was like, you're, we, we need to watch it together. It's one that you will definitely like. Good. Yeah. Hey, Jacqueline, what do you like this week? Well, I probably like the same thing that you like. And... That is the amount and, like, overwhelming positivity that we have gotten from all of our new followers and listeners since we launched. Seriously. The outpour, the text messages, the Instagram stories, the shares on Facebook. The random FaceTimes from people that I haven't talked to in a couple of months. Yeah, we were in tears yesterday. We were so elated. Like... There are not words to describe how nervous we were and how, like, appreciative we are. Yeah. Like, we're... Go ahead. We were texting each other every time we'd get, like, an update of how many people liked our page and how many people have listened and all this stuff. And it's just, like, you just get numbers back and forth. And we're like, yes, I'm so excited. This is the best thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. It's... Uh, I just still am grateful for the support and the enthusiasm and the downloads. We got almost 50 downloads in the first day. We have, you know, over 100 people liked our page in, like, the first, like, four hours that it was live. Um, I think we only have, like, eight followers on Instagram, but that's okay. We can't, you can't really invite people to Instagram, so 
we're you still guys all have to go like us on Instagram and yes. follow us because <laughs> we post a lot of fun things on there. <laughs> we do. And I, I have the Facebook and the Instagram linked. So the things that we post on Instagram, you will see on Facebook, but even the stories, I think. But Instagram, I think Instagram is more fun and I think that Jacqueline probably does too. Yeah. I like Instagram. I like talking to people on Instagram. Yeah. We we like you guys. Ha <laughs> ha. There's For my sure. virtual virtual finger guns because I can't do them because you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing that I do a lot. Okay. But we just we really like you guys and yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. You can follow the podcast at like this pod on Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at like this underscore pod or search us on Facebook for I think you're going to like this podcast. You can follow me personally at louder than words, L-O-W-D-E-R. And you can follow me personally at princess underscore Jack and Jack is spelled J-A-C-Q. We also have um, our podcast set up on several different places not just wherever you're listening to it now we have our website we have it on spotify and we are very very close to getting it put on apple podcasts could possibly be there by the time we publish this (laughs) so come follow us and share what you're liking this week Mm -hmm.